0: Today in Canadian History for January the 7th, I'm Joe Barima. For country and western performers, you know you've made it when you're standing on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. Sitting in the heart of Nashville, the Grand Ole Opry has been showcasing and broadcasting the best in country and western music since 1925. Well, on this day back in 1950, Canada's own Hank Snow stepped on stage, played his heart out, and was met by... That's right, crickets. But this just ended up being a small speed bump in Hank's career. He went on to become one of country's biggest stars, sitting on top of the charts for years. Not bad for, let's be honest if you've ever seen a photo of Hank, kind of a goofy looking kid from small town Nova Scotia. I spoke with Kelly Ingalls about Hank Snow's career and that night back in 1950. She is the general manager of the Hank Snow Hometown Museum in Liverpool, Nova Scotia. I reached her there.
1: He made his debut on, uh, like you said, January 7th, 1950. He sang just the the one song called Brand On My Heart, which was one of the first ones that he ever wrote. And uh, surprisingly, he wasn't well-received at all. People just stood there, and they, they didn't smile. They weren't happy. They didn't clap much. Like, they just clapped politely like you would at a golf game. He felt, uh, he, like, his first performance there, he was so excited. And afterwards, he felt really almost embarrassed that uh, he didn't get, he wasn't re- well received at all. Well, he was new, um, I guess, and that was that was all uh Nobody really knows for sure, but he hadn't had a big hit in the States at that time yet. Um, and by April of that year, he was on the verge of being dropped from the roster until uh, his biggest hit, I'm moving on, was released. And uh, like I said, that was in April. And uh, once that became a number one hit, from that point on, he was You know, there was thunderous applause, standing ovations, and all that stuff. But until that song was released, he he wasn't really a big, uh, you know, celebrity in the state.
0: Well, before he was a celebrity, before he was Hank Snow, he was just Clarence Eugene Snow, a kid born in Brooklyn, Nova Scotia, just outside of Liverpool. To be honest, Hank's early life sounded like a country song. He grew up poor and was often sick. His parents divorced when he was eight. His dad left town shortly after. No word on whether or not he took the dog. With money being so tight, his mother sent him to live with his paternal grandmother, who Hank later described as abusive and cruel. He bounced around for a bit, living with his sister, going from job to job. Hank talked about how he always felt out of place, like a a bit of an outcast. But he always found comfort in music.
1: Well, he... He was uh, born into a musical family. His mother um, played the organ and the guitar. Uh, I think she played the Hawaiian guitar more than anything. And uh, his idol was Jimmy Rogers, who's known as the father of country music. And uh, especially after the breakdown of his family, he found solace in music and uh, soon decided that's what he wanted to do. And uh, his, he purchased his first guitar from his first earnings from working on uh, schooner in Lunenburg. At just about 12 years old, uh, he bought a T. Eaton special for five dollars and ninety-five cents. And he listened to Jimmy Rogers on the radio while out fishing and while home, and uh, sort of copied his his style and his songs, and then entertained the crew, the the fishing crews, by singing and playing. And uh, just I guess it went from there. First radio show that he got was in Halifax. Um, CHNS was the name of the station at the time. And that was back in 1933. And it was there when he first got that uh, radio show that he changed his name to Hank the Yodeling Ranger, sort of based loosely on uh, other other, uh, singing icons at the time. You know, they would be the Singing Ranger or the Yodeling Blue, you know, all those names that they seemed to all pick back at back in those days, and uh, he signed his recording contract with RCA in uh, 1936, and to date, um, that's 45 years, it was the longest, or it still is the longest recording contract in history. And uh, as I, I, I already mentioned, uh, he joined with the Grand Ole Opry on January 7th, 1950, and that was the same year that, um, moving on, his uh, first humongous staggering hit, it spent 21 weeks at number one on the charts. He helped launch Elvis Presley's career in 1954. That's something that a lot of people don't know. Um, In in the museum here, we have lots of pictures, and it it details it over in his biography about how he was the first person to take Elvis up on stage and introduce him and, you know, give him a slot in his spot to sing.
0: That's right, a Canadian is responsible for the success of Elvis Presley. All right, maybe Elvis would have still made it, but that nudge from Hank put him in the spotlight. Though he experienced massive success, Hank always looked back home to Canada.
1: You know, his career started here. He was a star here long before anyone in the States had ever heard of him. And he even finished his career here doing his final concert tours in Western Canada. And, uh... Also, a tribute, uh, he released the album My Nova Scotia Home in 1968, which was a tribute to, you know, his Nova Scotia home. And uh, just uh, as an end note, over his career, he had 85 singles charted, 65 top 40 hits, 43 top 10 hits, and 7 number 1 hits. In total, he released 120 albums and spent a total of 876 weeks on the charts over his career.
0: As always, today is a day full of Canadian history. Helen Gregory McGill, the first female graduate of Trinity College, was born on this day back in 1864. Bora Laskin was sworn in as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court on this day back in 1974. And the opening of Parliament in Ottawa was televised for the first time on this day back in 1995. Reviews were mixed. Most found the plot to be implausible and lacking in romance. And let's face it, the series has been mostly repeats ever since. And as always, on this day, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW at 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Burima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgsw.com/slash today in Canadian history. Off of an old vinyl compilation called The Best of Hank Snow, here's the man himself with The Golden Rocket. From
2: old Montana down to Alabama I've been before and I'll travel the cards but you missed a play so hit the road and be on your way gonna board the golden rocket and leave this town i was a good engine running on time but baby i'm switching to another line so honey never hang your signal out for me i'm tired of running on the same old track for a one-way ticket and i won't be back this golden rocket's gonna roll my blues away Hear that lonesome whistle blow, that's your cue And now you know that i got another true love waiting in Tennessee This midnight special's a burnin' the rails So woman, don't try to follow my trail This golden rocket's gonna roll my blues away Hear her thunder on through the night This golden rocket is a-doin' me right And that sunny old Southland shore is a part of me now from your call, born my name, your fire went out, you done lost your blame, and this golden rocket is a rolling my bruise away. we over that Dixon line The brakeman started singing a song Said you're worried now, but it won't be long This golden rocket is leaving your blues behind With this southern drawl Let's rise and shine Good morning you all And I sprang to my feet To greet the newborn day When I kissed my baby In the station door That whistle blew Like it never before On the golden rocket That rolled my blues away